Welcome back to Market Scale Grow. I'm your host, Enzea, and this is the final bonus episode of the series. We have done a three-day live workshop event inside the Facebook group, and then, as you may have been following along, posted them, the audio here on the podcast, so that you could listen to the live streams on the go. So I hope you've enjoyed that. Today, we're talking about paid ads, and as you know, I'm a Facebook ad strategist, so this is totally my jam. We're going to be talking about ads and then also do a readiness test. So without further ado, let's dive into the live stream. Okay, hello. I am super excited to be getting started with day three. I don't need two of them, just one, day three. Um, I hope that you've been following around, that you've done the last couple of days with me. Um, If you haven't already grabbed the workbook, it's here up on the screen. And um, grab it. You can fill out day one and day two. You can go back and watch those replays. Or I've been dropping them as bonus episodes on the podcast. So you can always head to the podcast and... uh, see them there as well duplicating my voice as I like put it up on my my phone okay so let's dive in today we're going to be finishing off this piece of the puzzle yesterday we talked about organic traffic and collaborations today we are going to be talking about paid traffic if we've never met before my name's Jenzea I am a Facebook ad strategist and so paid traffic is my jam I help my clients one-on-one helping them run their ads behind the scenes I also have a course streamless essentials and we're going to talk about that at the end of today's live that I help you DIY your ads so I know a ton about paid traffic and so today we're not only going to talk about We're not only going to talk about ads and what they are, pros and cons, but we'll also get into a readiness test. And that's the really kind of meat and potatoes of today's is that readiness test. So first of all, pay traffic. And this is buying eyes on your your offer. I used to say buy your audience, but that's not what you're doing. So with Going back, organic traffic, you are building your audience. With collaborations, you are boring someone else's audience to build your audience. With paid traffic, you're buying eyes on your offer. And the reason why I changed how I'm saying that is because I don't want to say buy your your audience because that is a huge no. You should not be buying email lists in many, many places that is illegal. You should not be buying followers because we, I think at this point, know and understand that someone who follows you as part of a giveaway or as part of a follow for follow loop or that you've purchased is not going to be as engaged following you as uh, somebody who's more of an organic or who's chosen to be part of your list. So no actually buying your audience. What you're doing is buying eyes on your audience. You can do this through a bunch of different ways. Some of the most common ones are Facebook and Instagram ads, promoted pins on Pinterest, TikTok has rolled out ads, uh, and then YouTube and Google also have ads. And it is really, really important to think about who your audience is, how they're going to be looking for what you have to offer so that the ads that you choose are going to make sense. For example, uh, Google ads, when I look up um, like a plumber 
for my area. Plumber, uh, South, Southwestern Ontario. <laughs> Never remember for Southwest or Southeast. Southwest Ontario. Um, Google is going to give me a couple of ads of plumbers who are in the area because I've already searched it. If I was just scrolling Instagram and an ad for a plumber came up, it doesn't really make sense. It makes so much more sense that when I search for a plumber because I need a plumber that the ad is popping up, right? So thinking about that kind of context, would it make sense? Would somebody want what you're offering if they're just mindlessly scrolling through Facebook or Instagram or TikTok? Would they want that thing that you're offering? That's so important. Um because you're interrupting their feed with an ad. And if I were to see a plumber, we don't need a plumber right now. I'm looking at our bathroom. We don't need a plumber right now. So if I was to see an ad for a plumber. I'm just going to keep scrolling. Whereas I click on um, ad, like ads all the time. I love to see what people are selling me, what they want, but a plumber would never, I I mean, it would have to be a very interesting ad. Um, one of the most recent ones that I I clicked on and like got totally sucked into was these fizzy tab things that make soap. And so you have a glass bottle that it comes with, and then you just fill the glass bottle with water, drop in the fizzy tablet, and then it magically poofs into foaming soap. And so instead of buying, and this is something that I've been actually looking for a solution to for a while, which is why it totally made sense for me to click on the ad, but we buy, and I love the soap that we buy, but it comes in one-time use bottles and they don't have a refill option. They do have like ceramic pumps, but the problem is, um, you have, I, as far as I know, they don't have like a gigantic thing that I can just pour into the ceramic pump. So I'm buying a one-time use to pour it into my ceramic. I'm still getting that one-time use plastic. So I don't love that. So I've been kind of on and off looking for an alternative option. And this came up in the fizzy tabs and I got really excited and interesting. And they did a great job um, with their marketing and showing the fizzy tabs and how cool and, you know, all the things. So, but I don't know if I would have clicked on it if it had popped up if I had searched and I haven't I like if I had searched I wouldn't have even known to search fizzy soap tabs or whatever on Google so if you're going to be running Google ads it needs to be something that people are searching for right YouTube is a little bit more like the TikTok Instagram where people are just mindlessly scrolling and then to be completely honest I have no idea with promoted pins what kind of user habits. I don't typically use Pinterest for my business or personally right now. I do like using it personally. I use it for both my kids' nurseries, um, baby showers, for my wedding. Like I've used a ton of Pinterest in my life and oh, in the classroom all the time, but I don't use it on a regular enough basis right now to say like what kind of user habits there are on Pinterest, but I do like know Facebook and Instagram, people are randomly scrolling, they're zoned out. So that's why you need to be able to stop the feed, stop their scroll and get them interested really, really quickly. Um, okay. Enough about like theories behind types of ads. The pros to running ads is you can save time and there is still a time piece involved in creating, setting up, managing the ads. But what you're doing is you're saving time in the long run 
because you're getting something else to build your audience for you. There's a machine running 24 seven, growing your email list, growing your brand awareness and ads can help you create an omnipresence in a digital era where we need to be everywhere. We need to remind people that we exist constantly. We need many, 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 many brand touch points, like upwards to 40 to 50 micro touch points. An omnipresence is essential. And you could also get more eyes on your content, on your offers, on your lead magnet. So those are pros of ads. Some cons are that it can be expensive. It costs money to run the ad. You have to spend the money. Um, And then you may also decide that it's outside of your zone of genius and you want to hire someone like me to run your ads for you. And that can be very costly as well. So it can be expensive to run the ads, even if they're doing well. Now, you hopefully will make a profit either immediately or down the line to help recoup that ad spend, but it still exists. There is a financial cost to it. Messaging on ads can be very difficult. We typically figure out our messaging through our warm audiences, people who know us, they like us, they trust us already. We're talking to them. They have that relationship. But with ads, a lot of your ads are going to be going out to people who have never heard of you before. And speaking directly to those people is different than the ones that know you. So there is that difference. And so the messaging can be a challenge, tweaking it for your cold audiences. And then especially if you're running the ads yourself, there is quite a steep learning curve. Each of the platforms, they have the same basic functions. Um, I, I've ran promoted pins, so I can tell you that there's the same three levels in a promoted pin as there are in Facebook and Instagram ads. I've never gone behind the scenes on TikTok or YouTube or Google, so I don't know. But I imagine these are fairly standard levels of an ad, but it's it can be a challenge and understanding the terminology and the... Um, the acronyms and all of the different pieces, all the metrics, there is a a, quite a steep learning curve. So there are definitely pros and cons to running ads. But I do think that once you hit a certain point in your business, that starting to run ads slowly at first can help you to accelerate and amplify the growth in your business. It can also be a really sustainable way to be growing your business because you don't have to be doing everything all the time. Ads are running for you, even when you're sleeping, even when you're not feeling well, even when you are on a call with a client, like whatever it is that you're doing, the ads are also happening, right? So let's talk about, are you ready for ads? And I have six questions for you. This is in your workbook, so you can pull it up and work on it simultaneously. So question number one is, can you describe your audience's needs and challenges in detail? You need to know your audience better than they know themselves. All of these questions are yes or no questions, but I highly encourage you to actually go into more detail as you're answering them. So like, yes, my clients want to run Facebook ads to grow their business sustainably, but are feeling overwhelmed by the tech or the data or the time they're spending on it and they really just want to be back in their zone of genius. So I've said, yes, I can. I know the needs and the challenges of my audience. And then I've talked a little bit about them. Question number two, does your lead magnet address one of these challenges? And I probably should have underlined one 
because we don't want to overwhelm people with our lead magnet, with our freebie. We really, really want to get them one single quick win. As your lead magnet address one of those challenges. So for example, I have a freebie. It's called the ad audience targeting guide. It's a checklist of warm lookalike and cold audiences that everyone should have set up in their ads. That is one of the biggest challenges that I see is people just aren't effectively using all of the targeting options that Facebook has to offer. And so that lead magnet addresses the challenge of effectively targeting and feeling confident in the target that in the targeting. So yes. Number three, is your lead magnet proven to convert? So when you promote your lead magnet to warm audiences, cold all day, I guess you're probably not promoting them cold audiences if you're not yet running paid traffic, but when you're promoting it through your email list on Instagram, if you share a link in bio, whatever it might be, do you have people who opt in? And then at what percent? So I like to see at least 30% conversion rate for a lead magnet before we start running ads. So that means if a hundred people see your landing page, at least 30 of them say, yes, here's my email address. I want what you're selling. Even though you're not selling something, it's a freebie. I still want it. Um, And it's important that before you're running ads, your lead magnet is converting because as I said before, The messaging is different with warm audiences and cold audiences, and it can be harder to get cold audiences to convert to sign up for your email list. So if you can't get your warm people who already know, like, and trust you on your email list, then it's going to be even more challenging to get those cold audiences. If it is converting already at 30%, then you can say yes and move on. Or you can continue to tweak and try to make improvements. I've seen landing pages for free lead magnets convert at upwards to 80%. And so 30 is by no mean a max, um, but it is like that starting point before you want to start running ads. Okay. Number four, is your customer journey well-defined? So specifically from your lead magnet to purchasing from you? Do you have an email sequence that takes people through a journey to get them to buy from you? Do you have a way of getting them aware of you? Do you have a social media strategy? Do you have a long form content strategy? Do you have that email strategy, right? So this is the the day one where we were reverse engineering success, starting with the end in mind, figuring out that lead magnet that brings in the right buyers, figuring out the awareness strategy, the social media content that you're going to be posting to bring in people who want to be on your email list that gets people who want to buy. And then what's all the nurturing that needs to happen between each of those steps. So is that well-defined? Basically, did you watch day one of this training and take all the steps and do all of the work? Uh, Step number five, and this is kind of part of number four, but do you have a long form content strategy already in place? Once someone gets onto your email list, likely they will need more nurturing. So if you already have a long form content strategy in place, then you're in a really, really good spot to be nurturing them towards that sale. This is also a really great way to be nurturing people towards getting them on your email list to start with. And back to what I was saying about omnipresence, where we need 40 to 50 
micro touch points. A micro touch point could be as small as seeing your name show up in their email box, like their inbox. It could be skimming your blog. It could be seeing your face pop up in their podcast app, but they don't actually read your blog. They don't actually listen to the podcast. They don't even open the email. Those are micro touch points. You're not really, they're not really getting the the high value that listening to the podcast would give them, that reading the email would give them, but they're having that micro touch point with your brand. They're becoming more acquainted with you and they're recognizing your name and that's part of it. So if you have a long form content strategy in place where you're regularly and consistently putting out high value quality content, then that goes a long way to help you create all of those other touch points, the emails, the social media posts, the reels that they're going to see and have as micro touch points. Okay. Question number six is, do you have a follow-up strategy in place? So after they're on your email list, once they've said, yes, I'll take that freebie, here's my email address. Do you have a follow-up strategy in place? And this is specifically that email list that I referred to in step number four. I guess this should have been like 4A and 4B. So, but anyway, it's fine. Um, do you have that follow-up strategy in place where they opt into your email, you deliver the freebie, and then you have emails that come out afterwards that nurture them towards the sale? I would have said even three months ago that anywhere from three to five emails was what you needed. I'm now seeing a shift that's starting to happen in businesses that I work with, mentors that I'm talking to, my own business, a trend towards going for longer nurture sequences. So instead of just setting up three to five emails that go over like five to 10 days, people are starting to set up longer email sequences that last like 90 to 180 days. So that's three to six months that these email sequences are going on for. And they include flash sales, they include promote promotions, they include nurturing and testimonials, and like they're really thought out, well-planned, long nurture sequences. And I'm not saying that you need that fully built out strategy in place, but do you have something in place that is answering their questions, um, addressing any objections that they might have, showing customer testimonials, and really selling your offer? Because yes, it's nice to have people on your email list, but your goal is to make sales. And so after you've got somebody on your email list, you're going to have different people. Some people will buy immediately. As soon as they hear you have the thing, they'll buy it. You're going to have some people that by the end of that five-day nurture sequence, they're like, okay, yeah, I'm ready to buy. And then most people are going to take a little bit longer. And so in three months, when you launch, then they'll be ready to buy. But having that follow-up strategy in place helps you capture some of the people more instantly. Okay, deep breath. Those are the questions. So if you can answer yes to these six questions, can you describe your audience's needs and challenges in detail? Does your lead magnet address one of the challenges and only one of them? Is your lead magnet proven to convert? So have you organically gotten people onto your list? Uh, is your customer journey well-defined? And then 4A slash five, <laughs> do you have a long-form content strategy in place? And then question number six uh, is, do you have a follow-up strategy in place? So again, four and five kind of, sorry, five and six kind of go under the four umbrella. Um, a long-form content strategy and a follow-up strategy would be 
part of your customer journey. Okay, so again, if you answered yes to those questions and you want to grow your email list automatically every single day, I have exciting news. I kind of hinted at it. Maybe I even said it on Tuesday, but uh, the doors are open to Dream List Essentials. I'm really, really excited about this. Um, this is my signature program. It's a do-it-yourself Facebook ads. It includes, I think it's like six modules, so you can work through it at your own pace. And it goes right through all of the different phases that um, are just essential to growing, to setting up ads successfully. So there's the solidify where you're doing the marketing foundations, messaging, customer journey, all of the foundational work. And then there is build where we actually create the ad campaign. I walk you through start to finish of creating the campaign um, and teach you all. You can see here the, the structure of the campaign. Then we talk about testing and optimizing and using the data to really track, make the choices that you need so that you can feel confident and um, successful in running your ads, even if they aren't doing what they're supposed to do, because you know exactly what's not working so that you can make the changes. And then we go into the expand phase where you start to set up the omnipresence ads, increase your visibility, start making sales with ads. So if this is something that you're looking for, you can head to dreamlessessentials.com forward slash join. It's going to give you all of the details and give you a chance to jump in. Doors are open until Wednesday, the 26th. So that's next week. And if you are like, yes, Jenzaya, I am so in right now, let's do it. Then you can jump in immediately and use the discount, get the worm, as in like the early bird gets the worm. So get the worm and you'll uh, save a bit of money. It works on both the split pay option. There's an option to pay two payments of $244, or you can use it for the pay in full, which is $444. Um, and then you can jump in and uh, right away. So the discount code is only available until tomorrow. What is that? Uh, April 21st, that's Friday at 11.59 p.m. Eastern time. And all of these things are included. There's also some bonuses that I didn't mention. What are the bonuses? There is a campaign tracker. So you get the exact tracker that I use with my clients to um, track their data every single day and to tally it into like overviews that are easy to understand. And then the campaign planner so that you can really plan out your campaigns and make sure that everything you need, links, creative, copy, everything is all in one place, easy to find. And then there's the testing protocol, which is my three-day easy um, way to quickly and effectively test the ad campaigns to ensure that we're running the best images, best ad copy um, before you start to really pour money into the, the full campaign, if you will. So you can head to dreamlessessentials.com forward slash join, use this discount code, get the worm. And um, I'm super excited to see you inside. Our first live group call is on Thursday the 27th, it's at 8 p.m. Eastern time. So I definitely want you to get in so that you can join us for that call. There are weekly, uh, there are like office hours, Q&A style. Sometimes I'll do a mini training if there's questions that have been coming up in the group. So you can hop on those calls every single week, Thursdays, 8 p.m. Um, 
I'm super excited. If you have any questions, send me an email or DM. I'd love to answer them. And I just am looking forward to seeing you inside. So have a wonderful day. And thanks for joining me for this three-day live workshop. Just do a little dance while I'm trying to figure my life out. Here we go.